Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Dale Lally Show here on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcast Network. I am Dale Lally, your host, and uh, well, we're going to be here talking Steelers as we always do. Uh, the Steelers just wrapping up their mandatory mini camp. They will now be off until they get to training camp. Uh, that will be, uh, I believe, July 26th is the start date of that. And so uh, they get about six weeks off here before they uh, roll back into what will be a, a uh, an interesting season for the Steelers. And uh, we learned some things at this mini camp, and, and I, I thought the most interesting thing about the whole situation was, was something that Matt Canada said. And talked to Matt Canada every week last year during the season in his first season as Steelers offensive coordinator, and he never had anything to say. This week was different. Uh, he was much more forthcoming with information. For example, I asked him about the quarterback pecking order, and here's the response that I got. Well, I think Coach has been very clear that Mitch is, Mitch is one, and he's working with the ones and doing a real good job with that. And, and um, you know, Mason is his two, and, and Kenny is three, and we're working it that way based on experience, based on resumes, and, and Coach made that decision. So you can read that. You know, I don't, I don't want to answer your question for you. You can read whatever you want into it. That's, we've been very clear where that is. But we've also been very clear that this is a real laid-out plan of how we're going to evolve and find who our quarterback's going to be for the 2022 season, and that's where we are with it. As Matt Canada said, you can read whatever you want into that. But they didn't share first team snaps. There was none of that. There was no sharing of the second team's team snaps. It was a distinct pecking order. And, you know, he went on to say later that, you know, hey, look, competitions aren't always fair. Um, you know, guys are, are going to have, you know, this guy may have more snaps than that guy, that kind of thing. Um, they're going into this, folks, with Mitch Trubisky as their starting quarterback, period. Mitch Trubisky will be the Steelers' starting quarterback until he's not. And I think that that will be uh, the entire 2022 season, barring injury, barring him completely falling on his face. And I don't think that's going to happen either because I think Trubisky – has some things that they really like, some things that they feel like they can do with him that they couldn't do in the past. I dug up the stat on Mitch Trubisky's play action ratings. 
in his career on play action, he's a 97.0 quarterback. He has a 97.0 quarterback rating in his career on play action passes. Ben Roethlisberger last year was at 78.0 on play action passes. For his career, he was at 77.3 on play action passes. Quarterback mobility is going to matter a great deal in this whole situation. And the Steelers really like what they see from Mitch Trubisky on the move. They like what they see from Mitch Trubisky as a play-action passer. They like seeing what they what they see from Mitch Trubisky as a ball handler. Um, this from Mike Sullivan. He really has a great feel. He does an excellent job, particularly at the top of his drop, talking about uh, off of play-action. It's really a valuable tool, honestly, to be able to show the other guys, not to embarrass Mitch or to put him on the spot, but it's a good picture to show the other guys. The timing is so critical. The ball has got to come out. I, I, I don't know how these coaches can be more clear without coming out and saying Mitch Trubisky is the starter. Yes, it's a quarterback competition. Yes, there are battles taking place. Yes, he could lose that job, but that's what it would be. It would be him losing the job. I think the real quarterback competition in this training camp is for the number two job between Mason Rudolph and Kenny Pickett. That's where the competition is going to take place. I think they've decided who their number one quarterback is going to be. I think that's all said and done. They want Mitch Trubisky as their number one quarterback, and there's reasons for that. You can't – we've talked about it before – Having a three-man competition for the starting job with a limited number of, of OTAs, of training camp practices, and, that, and now just three preseason games, that doesn't work. The logistics of that just don't work out real well because you need time to get the starter ready to play. And that's what they're doing with Mitch Trubisky. That's what I've seen over the last month at their OTAs and minicamps. They're getting Mitch Trubisky ready to be their starting quarterback. Mitch Trubisky will be the starting quarterback. I saw some odds that came out the other day. I get sent odds all the time from different, uh, from different places. And they still had Kenny Pickett as the betting favorite to be the Steelers' starting quarterback when they open against the, uh, against the, the, the Bengals, I believe, on September 11th. And you could get plus money if you bet Mitch Trubisky on that. I'm telling you right now, folks, if you can get that bet, and it was only, I think he was plus 110, whereas Trubisky or uh, Pickett was like plus 120 or something, or minus 120. Go bet it if you can. Now, I'm not, you know, advocating gambling or anything like that, but the odds are the Steelers starting quarterback in 2022 certainly to start the season and probably for the entire season is going to be Mitch Trubisky. And that doesn't mean that Kenny Pickett was a wasted pick. That doesn't mean that they shouldn't have done that. That doesn't mean they shouldn't have signed Mitch Trubisky. If they knew that they didn't know they were going to take Kenny Pickett, first of all. And while he was high on their draft board, he wasn't the first guy on their draft board. There were some other guys that they, that they would have taken there at that spot had they been available but they weren't. And so they took Kenny Pickett. And again, you, you know, when you have that kind of money spent on your quarterback room 
I mean, they're, they're, they're spending peanuts on it compared to some, you know, many other teams in the league. Uh, I believe the, the total number when Pickett still hasn't signed his, uh, his rookie contract, and that's going to get done at some point. That's no big deal. But they'll still be under $15 million for the quarterback room. That's a cheat code. I mean, you just, when you're spending that little bit of money on that, that allows you to sign TJ Watt to the deal that they, they did. That will allow them to sign Minka Fitzpatrick to the deal that they're going to sign him to. And they can afford to sign Deontay Johnson to a deal. I know a lot of people are still concerned about that. They've got cash, cap space, it's all there. The cap space is there. Because of your quarterback situation, because you're not paying a quarterback $40 million. It's a great situation to be in, and they're not going to have to pay a quarterback big money. Even if Mitch Trubisky hits, let's say Mitch Trubisky turns into their starting quarterback, they decide they want to keep him. He's not going to be a $40 million a year guy. And if he is, that means he's probably taking you to the Super Bowl. That's a good problem to have. So it's really not that big of of an issue um, you can have multiple quarterbacks who are capable of being your starter. That's not a bad thing. You can never be too rich, too good looking, or have enough quarterbacks. Period. So, you know, those are tradable commodities. If after two seasons, Mitch Trubisky is still the guy, is still the starter, they could trade Kenny Pickett. He'll still have value, he'll have played a little bit. People, teams will have seen him in the preseason. They'll know what he is. And maybe they won't get a first rounder for him. Maybe it'll be a third round pick. But those guys are valuable. You're able to get those kind of uh, value out of the quarterback position. That's just how it works. I'm going to take a break. I'm Dale Lally. You're listening to the Dale Lally Show here on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcast Network. We'll be back with more right after this. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back to the Dale Lally Show here on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcast Network. I am Dale Lally, your host. And, uh, well, some other things that, that uh, we, we learned and saw at the Steelers uh, minicamp and OTA sessions. Um, you know, the, the whole thing with Najee Harris this year got overblown. Um, I talked about it before. 
but Harris obviously took offense at some of the things that were written about him by people who largely were not at mini camp or training camp practices. This is my problem with the aggregators that are out there. They take a clip or they take something that somebody said or wrote or put on Twitter who was at one of these events and they run with it. And so one of those places out there said that, that Najee Harris was heavier than Jerome Bettis has, has been at any point. It was, was that early in his career, which is ridiculous. Um, look, I covered Jerome Bettis's entire career in Pittsburgh. And at no point in Jerome Bettis's career, did he ever look like Najee Harris? And that's not a knock on Jerome. That's just a, the reality of the situation. But the other thing that, that uh, Harris said this week was that the, he and the coaching staff have spoken and they, and they want to lighten his workload a little bit in 2022. And I'll believe that when I see it. Um, I know that there have been years when Mike Tomlin has used multiple running backs and, and, and really, you know, split up the workload a little bit. But not when he has a true number one back. Last year, Najee Harris led the NFL with 381 touches. He largely did that because he stayed healthy the entire season. Some of the other guys weren't healthy the entire season. So his 22.4 touches per game were in the top five in the league last year, but they didn't lead the league. They weren't the most, that wasn't the highest percentage in the league. So, you know, I, I think that uh, when, when I look at that, um, I don't know that that's going to change a lot. Le'Veon Bell averaged 24.9 touches in his five seasons with the Steelers per game. In his last two seasons with the team, he averaged 27.4 touches. Now, I'm not advocating that the Steelers do that to Najee Harris, but I don't see an issue with him touching the ball 22.4 times per game. Now, what they need those touches to be is a little bit more efficient. He could have, you know, if he averages half a yard more per carry, or even 0.3 yards more per carry. Over 300 touches, you're talking about, you know, a pretty decent amount of yardage there. 90 yards, basically, I think. If my, my UPJ math uh, works that out, um, you know, if it's, if it's 0.5 yards and you're looking at an extra 150 rushing yards out of Najee Harris. And in the passing game, he can be much more than he was last year when he was just a dump-off option. Run to the flat and maybe Roethlisberger will throw you the football. I've seen him in training camp and mini camp situations running routes. He's not Le'Veon Bell in that regard, but he's above average at it. And that's why you won't necessarily see Najee Harris get fewer touches than what he had last year. He is his own short yardage back. He's his own third down back. He's outstanding in block and in, in pass protection. He know he has a, you know, knows the nuances of that stuff. They don't have anybody on their roster right now. Who's a, as good at Najee Harris or even close to being as good as Najee Harris at all that stuff. Maybe pass protection. Benny Snell has gotten better there. But you're not going to put Benny Snow on the field and on third and eight. 
You're not going to do and take Najee Harris off the field. You're doing the, the, the opposing defense a favor. You're not going to take Najee Harris off the field on third and one. You're doing the opposing defense a favor. And I guarantee you, you know, when, when the Steelers are playing their, their opener, they can go into a season with intentions of not overworking him. But when you get into the, uh, a game and he's telling you he wants to go and, and he wants the football, and it's the fourth quarter against the Bengals, you're going to give him the football because that's why you drafted him in the first round. You went out and got this guy. You used a high draft pick on him because he's capable of doing those things. He's capable of handling that kind of load. I get it. You get concerned about, you know, what happens if he's injured. And that's why I would have a better backup option. Not necessarily to spell Najee Harris. But what happens when he misses a game here or there? It's going to happen. He's not Superman. These guys do get hurt. So you have to have a a backup option available. Now, I do believe that Benny Snell will be on this football team this year. He's one of their core special teams players. And I do believe that he is an NFL running back. His issue is that while he is okay at everything, He's not great at any one part of the game, and he's a monotone type runner, but he's an NFL running back, and he can handle 20 touches in a game. That's not the issue. The issue is when you take Najee Harris off the field and put Benny Snell in, there's a drop-off, and it's a pretty considerable drop-off. But I've seen Benny Snell when he had to start go in and be capable enough to do the job. I'd like to do better than that, though. There's also this. I would sign a veteran running back because that room is so young and the offense is so young. Give me another adult in the, in the room for the offense to, to kind of lean on. Somebody who's, who's, who's had success in the NFL and can be something of a sounding board for Najee Harris. Who's that guy for him now? Ben Roethlisberger's gone. He did that a lot with with Najee Harris last year. You always saw Ben Roethlisberger pulling Najee Harris aside, talking to him about situations. He was constantly in his ear about that stuff. And part of that was because he knew that he wasn't going to be here this year. And he knew this was a young offense. But I wouldn't mind seeing you know, a 28, 29, 30, even, even maybe even a little bit older running back in that room just to give him somebody to, to, to lean on. Hey, how did this, you know, how did you handle this when you were a young guy? Or how do you handle this situation when the defense does this? I, I get it. That's what coaches are for as well. But boy, it sounds so much different coming from a veteran guy. That's why guys like Darius Hayward Bay were so, were, were so instrumental Uh, for a long time with this team, veteran players who had had either success or been a high draft pick, somebody that the coaching staff could say, look, here's what this guy did in that situation. Even though he's not a starter, he's a down the uh, down the line backup. That's invaluable. And the Steelers just don't have a lot of that on offense right now. They're so young, including Najee Harris. That's another reason why I, I do believe that Mitch Trubisky 
has a huge leg up this year as a starter because he's he started 50 games in the NFL. That's not a ton, but it's more than anybody else on that offense. They don't have a, the only other guy who started 50 plus games in his career in that offense are Deontay Johnson and James Daniel. Think about that. They're super young on offense. So it wouldn't be bad to have, you know, just another guy in that room that that's a veteran player who can who can be a sounding board, um, you know, and, and especially on that offense. Uh, so I, I think that's something that, you know, when they talk about spelling or, or less lightening the workload on Najee Harris, um, sounds good in theory, tough to do on game day. But uh, that's going to do it for today's Dale Lally show. We'll be back again next week to talk, uh, you know, some more news and notes and things that are happening uh, as they as they uh, t- pertain to the Pittsburgh Steelers. We appreciate you listening to this show. Of course, you can hear all of our shows here on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcast Network. We do pirate shows, penguin shows, uh, Pitt, Penn State, all kinds of good stuff out there. Uh, like them on uh, on whatever. Uh, Whatever outlet it is that you are listening on, we appreciate that. Leave uh, comments. Um, Appreciate that as well. It helps the shows out. Uh, But I'll be back to talk to you again next week. 